This podcast is a discussion of Christian devotionals and self-help books and is intended for entertainment purposes only. The ideas discussed on this podcast are adult-themed and come with a blanket trigger warning. The intent of this podcast is not to attack any person who uses or gifts the materials under discussion, nor is it intended as a critique of the author. Rather, it is the ideas and messages we feel are being expressed in the materials that are being reviewed and examined with expletives. Welcome back, everybody, to Goddamn Devotionals, the podcast where we break down the harmful ideas and messages found in Christian devotionals and self-help books. Separating the bull from the shit, just for you. I'm JR. And this is JP. And in this episode, we're continuing our review of John Eldridge's Waking the Dead. Who self-identifies as a Wallace. Amen. William Wallace. (laughs) It's been confirmed by God. (laughs) We're starting a new section of the book, part three, which sets the tone for the next five chapters. Now, this third part is called The Four Streams. Oh, gosh. And yep, we're going to... moved into Ghostbusters. We're going to take full advantage of this heading. (laughs) (laughs) Now, the four streams in this book are stream one, discipleship, stream two, counseling, stream three, healing, and stream four, Warfare, And you must not cross the streams. <laughs> These will lead to abundant life. Merge the streams. But don't cross them. <laughs> Our discussion of the four streams starts with chapter six, called Walking with God. This coincides with a stream of discipleship. Oh, wait, that wasn't part of the first four streams, was it? Did I miss that? Yeah, that was the oh, first stream. Okay, that was the first stream. Let's start this chapter out with an entire excerpt from which book? Sorry, all I can picture right now is a giant marshmallow monster walking through New York City, and I'm I'm having trouble focusing on anything else but the streams. <laughs> Discipleship. Oh, sorry. Okay. Um. <laughs> John, of course, has to start this book out with an excerpt from another book, just to try and illustrate a point, because... Is it another book that he wrote? No. Okay. It's The Lord of the Rings. This ex- He's crossing genres now. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he's he's this is an excerpt from the Lord of the Rings book wherein Frodo spots some black riders near Weathertop. Okay. What does that have to do with discipleship? Mm-hmm. Because this is how John do. <laughs> I'm so lost. John I know ben- that book. <laughs> John then tells a story detailing a personal betrayal wherein some friends of his backed out of a difficult project they were doing together, telling him that his attitude was what made the project unworkable for them. I can believe that, John. You're a Wallace. You're not exactly the the best workmate. You constantly want to be in charge. (laughs) (laughs) So John has to make a series of phone calls to other friends who are involved in the project, trying to explain what's happening, all the while fighting not to disrespect the people who had backed out on him. <sighs> Struggle. Wow. wow. There's a lot packed into that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Call around and basically do damage control. Yeah, we were doing this project. Some people said, no, we're not working with you anymore. This is too difficult. And now he has to call around and explain, hey, guys, um, so we're going to be a little late, and it's not my fault. <laughs> So so he's telling this story in the book while also making it very clear in the book that those friends 
were absolutely in the wrong. They'd betrayed and they'd hurt him. So he tells a story of calling around to people, uh-huh. not dissing the friends who'd backed out, while in the middle of the story, dissing the people who backed I was going to say, and he included it in his book. He included it in his book. To make book. sure that, like, I can hit a complete new audience of strangers. So if they've even caught even a breath of wind about this project. My side of the story is out is there. out there. Oh my gosh, that is woo, arrogant out the wazoo. Worry not. Mm. John learns a lesson from this adversity. Poor guy. He's forgiving them what hurt him uh-huh. and crediting God with guiding him through this tough spot in life. Just like Strider mm-hmm. guided Frodo right to Weathertop. And into the middle of the Black Riders to get stabbed and traumatized and almost die. I was going to say, there's no betrayal from his friends in that. There's none of this like, oh, shoot, guys, we, we led them right to you. <laughs> I mean... There's there's nothing in there where Frodo goes, hey, yeah, so I tried to take over the project and you all bailed on me and that was your fault? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I got stabbed. <laughs> John's focusing on the guidance, though. Just like Frodo... If you're not living dangerously, you don't need a guide. I think he worked Apparently, really hard to force this story about himself into the book. You, Just This you is think. so dumb. You think, yeah. If we're truly disciples of God, though, we should always be in the middle of a dangerous mission for God, like John was when his friends betrayed him. It now, was dangerous, huh? Apparently. John reminds you that you don't need a program or principles. You just need to walk with God. Through Christianity, of course. I love that when someone says you don't need principles. That's always fantastic. When someone who's giving you advice in a self-help book tells you you don't need principles. Mm -hmm. I love this guy. Or a program. (laughs) Here's my next book. (laughs) How do we become true disciples? We follow God, not ideas about God. Um, You know. (laughs) So how do we follow God? Here comes the... uh, (laughs) The The principles. (laughs) The principles. We follow him through wisdom and revelation. Yep, those sound like principles. We need to have wise hearts. Insert Chronicles of Narnia reference here. And we must train our hearts. If we don't train or don't train properly, we could die. Insert D-Day reference. (laughs) Because all the guys who died at D-Day obviously didn't train or train properly, and that's why they... I don't know. This guy must have an extensive... No, not actually extensive. He probably only has about 12 DVDs at this time. (laughs) (laughs) Just watching them over and over again. Wise hearts aren't enough, however. We also need to have revelation. You could have all the training, but if you don't have someone telling you what to do with that training, you can't fulfill God's will for you. Insert reference to biblical sheep here. I was going to say, and here's John allowing himself to be that person to tell you what to do. Mm -hmm. So, revelation. You have to ask God what to do, and then you have to hear his answer, and also be willing to hear God tell you things you don't like hearing. This sounds like a program. John understands. It's been, it's tough being told no to something you want. Head pat. (laughs) John has a plethora of examples of times he's heard random thoughts that God has obviously put into his head, and how he benefited from following through on said random thoughts. Oh, that's always fun. A random idea, a random impulse jumps into your head. It must be from God. This Mm -hmm. is the Holy Spirit that's still 
quiet voice, not my own inner monologue going, today would be a good day to write a chapter about what movie am I watching? (laughs) (laughs) Now, John can hear you asking, but what about the people God didn't warn about tragedies like 9-11? Maybe he did. You don't know. Mm-hmm. You don't know how God works, so maybe you should just shut up, because God does what he wants. Oh, but that's seriously. right. This was early 2000s, so mm-hmm. 9-11 is on everyone's mind. Yeah. I hate that when they try and use some sort of major national tragedy as a manipulative tool. It mm-hmm. just sucks. But seriously, though, pay attention to what your heart tells you. And not the part of your heart that gets jealous or lustful or fearful. No, that's that's the enemy, and you should reject that part of you. Might take some practice, because you're splitting yourself in half here, but you'll pick up on what's acceptable and what's not. Yeah. I mean, what's the enemy and what's not. Sorry. Your heart should lead you to repentance, not personal accusation. It should lead you to conviction, not condemnation. So John suggests asking God for a briefing before you head out on missions for him. A briefing? Hmm. Mm -hmm. Because we got to use... Military language. Yeah. It's been helpful for John when he's needed reminders to stop getting upset and just look at the positive things. Yes, when he's ragging on a couple of buddies he used to do a project with who bailed. Because John (laughs) was being an asshole, apparently. (laughs) He's just looking on the positive side now. That's right. (laughs) Uh, John also suggests that in addition to getting wisdoms and revelations, you should also get some friends around you that'll see life the way you do and help you stay on track. These are called Yes Men, and they're usually an elder or deacon board in a church if you haven't spotted that before. And hopefully they got some money for you. Yo, yeah. They'll also, hopefully these friends, encourage you to listen to your gut when God decides to use that organ instead of your heart. Now, John ends with a letter that he got from a friend thanking John for encouraging him to listen to the God in his gut. Great friend John is. (laughs) Humble brag. It was all God, and and my friend was good enough to tell me that I'd done a good job. And he let me publish this letter in my book so that I could, you know, put in a stamp of affirmation at the end of my chapter. Wow. Now, it looks like the first stream runs dry here, so we'll plunge into the stream of counseling next chapter. The first stream runs dry. I like that. <laughs> so butters out. <laughs> <laughs> so help us uh, merge the streams by subscribing, leaving a review, and letting a swimming buddy know about us. <laughs> Our contact info is in the show notes. We'd love to hear from you and any stream-adjacent stories. <laughs> is there anyone out there who's, you know, you've had to bail on a project because they were being absolutely unreasonable and now they're they're telling everyone you know that and people you don't know that you're the problem Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) join us again next time folks and in the meantime take care of yourselves bye